Hey guys, welcome to the Soapy Box Podcast. Today we're talking about boundaries, but this is episode two, so make sure to check out episode one before this because it gives context into what we're talking about. Thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure to hit like and subscribe on the way in and enjoy the show. Um, we're going to talk about what is a reasonable boundary, and I have a probably a little reel that I did on this on what is reasonable, but I'll just start out with... I had a therapist ask me once because I was so frustrated. I was in the midst of it with a family member who was in crisis. And it's hard when you're new to boundaries and somebody's in crisis to know what is a reasonable boundary. Mm -hmm. And she said, what's reasonable to you? And I looked at her and I'm like, just give me the answer. I paid you for this hour. (laughs) 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 But it really opened my eyes to answer all the questions. (laughs) Yeah. Just give me the answer. I don't have time for this. I have a decision to make, (laughs) but it made me think about it later. I'm like, okay, what is reasonable to me? And that question played, I'm like, oh, it, it is important to know what's reasonable to me. Yeah. That's an important question Mm -hmm. because I matter. And the I question's think, a little deeper than you thought. Yes. Huh? Yeah. And that I matter in the equation was new to me. Yeah. Like, oh, I matter. My needs matter. And this is important for Christians, especially because sometimes we get, we got caught up in like not wanting to be selfish, but your needs matter to God. You, you need to be loved. You're supposed to love you, yourself and others. So these things are important. We mm-hmm. have to we have to know that um, what is reasonable to us does matter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So understanding like your needs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and your wants when you're trying to figure out what a reasonable boundary is. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that's a good first place to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I'd probably determine whose lane is it in, right? So. Mm-hmm. Like, is the overgrown tree on my property or on <laughs> theirs, right? And uh, whose responsibility? Who's, whose responsibility is it? What property is it on? Um, I think, like, you know, for you and me, we like to take responsibility for other people's overgrown trees, right? I do. And you know, that's a compliant thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good place to go to next. Is like after needs versus wants. Like, is this a need versus want? What are my needs? What's reasonable to me? Whose lane is it now? And then after that. It's respecting the wants and needs of others. Yes. So I feel like it's easy to, when you're putting up a boundary to kind of, I think it's really easy to get combative about it and turn it into an argument Mm -hmm. because especially if you're new to it and you're not really too familiar with like how to put in those boundaries, it could easily come off as way harsher than it should be. So usually for me, what I love doing in situations like this, and this has helped me even with, you know, not even putting up a boundary, but like trying to solve something in a relationship is I always put myself in their shoes. And I imagine I'm like, okay, what if um, he or she was telling me what I want to tell them right now? Mm -hmm. How would I feel? Would I take it right? Would I be understanding or would I just close off and, you know, escalate the situation? Is it reasonable? Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, the, so I, because boundaries have been difficult for me and I'm much older than you guys. So I've had much more years of not saying no. When it is a big ask, it's like, I, I listen to my body for an mm-hmm. indicator, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do that a lot. And if, if I'm feeling good, 
to decide if it's a reasonable boundary. Mm-hmm. I think, is it a need versus a want? Okay. Mm-hmm. Does this person truly need this? And does this person, or does, is this a want? And that helps me kind of determine so it's like if it's my needs and wants first, whose lane is it? And what's their needs and wants? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because sometimes even if it's a want for them, I'm okay like giving somebody a want if my need, my basic needs are met. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm okay giving if it's, you know, yeah. a want that I can give and that it's okay to give. But I'm not going right? to be just like petty and not yeah. give it to you because it's just a want. Right. Or, and all my needs are met or all my needs are met, but I don't really like yes feel like all my needs are met or you know it's just learning like these different things you know what I mean exactly so to find a reasonable boundary too I also pray yeah because sometimes we don't know what God's doing yeah like we don't know he's I I feel led sometimes to not do things that I feel are would be the right thing to do Mm -hmm. and you get to see the fruit of that later that okay you're right I wasn't supposed to step in there yeah and that's been nice. And I think that the key to the boundaries to me, to helping me set boundaries and be wanting to, is to knowing how much we actually hurt people by stepping in and taking their responsibility and they don't get to learn and grow. Like it's Ooh. been key to me that we've, you know, I've hurt people, like really hurt them by keeping them in a situation, by enabling them. And I don't want to hurt people. I mean, the whole part of being a compliant is you're a nice person, right? <laughs> Supposedly, just joking. <laughs> so yeah. So let's say I overstep a boundary with you guys. How do you guys communicate? It's short, sweet, and simple. Like for the first time, for sure. Uh-huh. You know? um, it, no is enough. No is a full sentence. Use it. Um, and, and if you can, like, like, stay in a neutral and kind voice. Like, like you don't have to be like super ultra gentle. You don't have to be like, Hey, you know, like <laughs> here's my boundary mother. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just kind of like short, sweet, simple, kind, like in this voice, you know, in this tone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a simple no yeah. is sufficient. You could say, no, I don't want to. No, yeah. I'm not feeling like it today. No. And I feel like, in situations when you're in a group of people and let's say someone shares something about you that you didn't necessarily want it to be shared. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to not necessarily call them out in front of people, but like just find the right time and place to really place that Mm -hmm. boundary and say, Hey, I don't like my things being shared to everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. Like making sure that it's just um, a safe space Mm -hmm. on both ends. Absolutely. When I'm communicating a boundary, I like to be as direct as possible now mm-hmm. and clear and kind, yeah. right? But so I used to believe that being direct was mean, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, me too. But I think being <laughs> direct is kind, a kindness to mm-hmm. both of them. And saying no in a no, I don't want to do that is saying yes to our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Saying no to you is saying yes to the relationship. It means I'm not just going to walk away with this. I'm not going to just avoid you. I'm trying to communicate boundaries to you. Mm-hmm. And it lets people know where I stand and where they stand. And I think about when people have given boundaries to me, I'm like, I like that. Like there's a freedom in it. Yeah. And also when we 
when we express and effectively communicate a boundary to somebody, it gives them permission to do the same with us. And then we mm. can build a healthier relationship together. Facts. I completely agree. agree. Um, I think like also a good point is like assuming they have the best interest, mm-hmm. that, like for you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because when you just learn boundaries and somebody crosses a boundary, your immediate reaction is to be like, screw you dog I'm gonna teach you a lesson Mm -hmm. instead of like assuming that you know they might have just like not known that that was your boundary or you know like they they want you to have boundaries you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so just like assume that they have like the best you know interest for you when I'm communicating a boundary I, I of course try to be kind and gentle and posture it with that kindness and Especially if somebody is new to me, the new me, mm, like, mm-hmm. or but knows, you know what I mean? But yeah. knows me from before, I'm a little kinder with it. Or yeah. sometimes, for example, I'll say, hey, I used to really be like this in the past, but I'm trying to change the way I am. So I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, I kind of couch it a little bit with, you know, I'm learning and I'm growing mm-hmm. and this is where I'm at. Could you please have compassion with me? Is yeah. basically what so that's it's like saying. Clear, yeah, it's clear, clear but it's, it's I'm softening it up for them. Yeah. So when I say like neutral to kind voice, yeah, it would be a good opportunity to have a kind voice, <laughs> right? Yes, but yeah. also instead of just saying no, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I I can say hey, I used to say yes to everything, and it just overtook my life. So I'm just trying to communicate my boundaries more effectively. Well, that's so. a good one. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Yes. If you're just if like, you're uncomfortable. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable and you're like or mm-hmm. even new to setting boundaries, yes. like that's a great one. <laughs> yes. It's it's just those easier ways. Yeah. To, and then it 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 takes some pressure off of you mm-hmm. and them, I think. Yeah. You can kind yeah. of posture and prime it how you want, you mm-hmm. know. And I think it's a, just a gentler, easier way when you're first starting out mm-hmm. to do it or oh, why is it so hard to enforce a boundary? Dude. Why? Say that again. Why is it so hard to enforce a boundary? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think because, you know, fear is the root of strustruggling to set boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Like that's where most, you know, if you're avoidant or compliant, that's where it kind of starts, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that fear is often placed in different things. Like, you know, like I've said, losing relationships, mm-hmm. like hurting feelings. Um, when I started to learn boundaries, you know, like I could set a boundary, but when someone would like continue to break that boundary, I couldn't like enforce it. Like I couldn't like, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I didn't want them to feel awkward. I didn't make, want the situation to just like you get felt ruined like your because, power was taken away. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the, the vibe was fun maybe, you know what I mean? Or I was having a good time and I just didn't want to just ruin it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just more like a fear of conflict and like hurting others that mm-hmm. just, you know, made me struggle enforcing them. Do you have a hard time enforcing boundaries? I do. I think it's with certain people. Mm-hmm. I think with friendships, I have a very easy time now. Mm-hmm. It's still like trying to navigate that with family, but it, that's where the fear roots, you know, yeah. you're just scared of losing relationships. And mm-hmm. also I think with family too, there's definite patterns and mm-hmm. dynamics that have been built up yeah. that, it just takes a little more time and practice, I think. Yeah. I think I I feel it's hard, was hard for me when I was first starting to set boundaries was there was this internal programming in me that said, 
you're selfish if you don't do this. You're not mm-hmm. kind. You're not. And if you're a Christian too, let's add that component on. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to be kind. You're supposed to be selfless, right? Yeah. But if you don't understand what those words actually mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a little confusing, yeah. right? Selfless doesn't mean that. You, of course, you 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 put your others before yourself, but only after they have taken care of their own responsibilities of which they're able to take care of. Mm-hmm. You know, we're each told to carry our own load. And so we weren't told to carry everybody else's load. Yeah. But we are, of course, in uh, the Good Samaritan in the Bible, right? Yeah. He stopped and he took care of the Good Samaritan, but he didn't end his life and quit his job to help the guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? He didn't. He put appropriate boundaries. Self-sacrifice everything in that yes. moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So selfless doesn't mean self-sacrifice. Yeah. Right. And I think that was a difficult thing for me was that, that programming of what that looked like. And we could do a whole podcast on just, you know, the Christian biblical way to set a boundary and why it's okay. But the truth is, is Jesus is about love. Jesus is about personal responsibility. Jesus is about freedom. And being somebody else's caretaker isn't freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. There's, there's like a social conditioning, mm-hmm. right? So like in the church or maybe like at the restaurant I was working at on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where like everybody be nice to each other and everything's all good and okay. I'm not saying that the restaurant was you know guilty of that, but just an example, yeah. you know, like it, there's a, a- An a, expectation. An expectation, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and it kind of, and it looks a certain way and you participate in that certain way because that's all you think it is. Well, and the church you, is very similar, right? Yeah, there's an expectation. Exactly. We help, we do all these things, but- we're also post, this is another thing I want you to be aware of when you're setting a boundary or when you're choosing to do something for somebody, if you're not doing it with a cheerful heart, yeah, you're being a compliant Yep. and you're going to end up being resentful for it. I love that. Cheerful so heart. Do it. If you, <laughs> you got to do it cheerful. Yes. Heart, so that's something like that. I look at when I am like, do I want to do this? Is my heart cheerful about this? Cause that's mm-hmm. how God wants us to approach him and his brothers and his sisters. Like, yeah. If not, it's just a dirty rag anyway. Yep. Right? Yep. (laughs) If it isn't, yep. Yep. Then we're just doing it to look good. Exactly. And that's not what God wants. He wants us to help and love with a cheerful heart. Mm -hmm. I I know I said that like four times, but it is important. With Christ centered in the middle. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I think that's important when you're enforcing a boundary, especially if you feel like you still have anger towards it. You need to just take a break and let it Mm -hmm. soak before it. Oh, truth right there. Damages you know, everything that you built with that person. Yes. Yes. And I think it's time. It's okay to take time to think about it and say, yeah. Hey, you know, if it's a big, That's if a it's boundary, a big ask, right? I need to think about it. Yeah. You know, I just had somebody ask me recently who wanted me to, uh, it was a big ask and I knew it. I didn't want to do it. And so I gave myself some time to think about it. Cause sometimes I go right to the no now. And I'm like, I need to think about this. I need to talk to my husband about this. You and I do that with mm-hmm. Soapy Box. Yes. We, I'm quick to say no. You're quick to say no yep. sometimes. And I, we, I think you and I catch it now. You know, I'm like, I oh, so I, we just said no. Like, you know what? You might be right right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. My but bad for okay saying no so fast. Yeah. yeah. It's okay yeah. to take time. Yeah. And I think that's an effective way to enforce a boundary too. Yeah. You have yeah. to be respectable of people that want to take time too. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. nice about when me and Tyler argue. I feel like we're pretty, we don't argue often, but I think we're pretty good about, you know, 
either of us can look at each other and be like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Let's go take like a breather for 20 Mm -hmm. minutes and let's come back and retouch on it, you know? Mm -hmm. And even when I'm stubborn and I'm like, why would you even want to stop talking about this now? I still respect it because I know there's a, there's a root of like, you know, he's trying to protect the relationship. Right. And that's important with boundaries too. And I think taking a time out is another way of saying yes to the relationship Mm -hmm. because it's not saying I'm leaving. It's saying I need some time to think this through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of cool that we can kind of like read it off each other without having to say it. But if you're new to doing that in a relationship, setting boundaries in a relationship, you're going to probably have to vocalize that. You know, I need a moment. I need to go for a walk before I do something or say something that I don't mean out of anger Mm -hmm. or emotions. Right? Yes, exactly. And especially if you're new to setting boundaries, there's a lot of emotions happening anyway. Yeah. (laughs) There's an emotional tipping point that led you here. So Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, and we kind of already talked about the other reasons it's hard to enforce a boundary. Um, Fear of missing out. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Nicole got some FOMO. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was especially when I was younger. I think that's something that you can experience throughout your whole life, though. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. felt that a lot in like high school, like yeah. graduating college, oh, or, like, yeah. high school and stuff. Like that For me, period it was of time so bad. where your identity is loose a little bit and you're like trying to figure out where yeah, you are. Yeah, someone in the world. doesn't invite you to like something, you. it's over with. Oh, man. Oh, what did I do wrong? Uh-huh. Well, maybe they just want to hang out with some other people, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that. And that's a boundary, right? They get to hang out with other people. You get to say no. Mm-hmm. It's a dance, right? Yeah. It's and supposed think, to like, it's like breathing, right? Yes. Oh, it's not supposed to be like holding your breath for a certain thing or like trying to extend your breath too long. You know, it's supposed to be simple breath, man. It's supposed to be a flow. I have this, I know this person who has a difficulty when they're doing something and not everyone's invited. Mm-hmm. Like it's truly difficult for this person. And I'm just like, it's okay. Like- not everyone gets invited. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. hard to not be invited though, a little bit when, <laughs> but that's, where's your identity lie when you don't get invited? You know what I mean? You start where, looking into every aspect. Like, did I just say something wrong? Am I weird? You know, yeah. <laughs> everything you can think of. Mm-hmm. And when you get to be my age, you'll be grateful when you don't get invited. <laughs> starting to feel that way. <laughs> I'm starting to feel that way too. Yeah. Honestly. You'd be like, up. ah, I don't have to do that. That's awesome. Just trying to stay inside and watch some reality TV with Nicole, man. Yeah. <laughs> Play some guitar. Kind of good. Oh, that's all so, we do. So we've talked about why it is so hard for some of us to enforce a boundary. Now let's discuss how do you actually enforce a boundary when you have a boundary buster who won't pay attention to your boundary? I think a really important thing, like I said earlier, is to put yourself in their shoes and make sure you have a kind heart about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because it, it's easy when somebody crosses your boundary to get a little heated. Mm-hmm. For me, it is because I'm I, I'm still maybe in phase two of this where I don't like my boundaries being crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So step one, set the boundary. Good heart. Their perspective. Yep. Um, after that, you know, um, when you're enforcing the boundary, repeat it. Mm-hmm. Two, three, ten times. You know, if if you feel like you have to go to ten times. That's up to you. That's a lot of energy, but that's up to you, At that point, you, right? you should just walk away. Yeah. At that point, you, know, you should walk away. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a three, three-time person. My new favorite thing is to say the exact same words. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to go to that concert. No, I don't want to go to that concert. Are you sure? It'll be really fun. No, I don't want to go to that concert. And I think it sets 
like I'm being nice, but it also says, hey, you're not listening to me. I've told you three times. So right? yeah, it's like, give them the benefit of the doubt that they maybe didn't hear. That's the, the second time. and third time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The right. second time, I believe in second chances, you know, second time, be clear. Let them know exactly what exactly I'm saying, the, the words in, in general. I think there's this phrase that you mentioned earlier, saying no is me saying yes to the relationship. I think mm-hmm. you could throw that one in there. You know what I mean? If you could. you're struggling yes. to set a boundary and they keep busting it down. Um, if you, it, I feel like when I have a person who is not listening to me, I'm okay getting a little more assertive. I am because I'm, I feel like you are ignoring me and my needs at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little more assertive and help you hear me. Yep. Okay. And if I get a little more assertive by the third or fourth time, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you guys could do you. <laughs> yeah. But I like to think of this next stage when people don't listen the second, third time as punishment. Just joking. This is not therapist approved. (laughs) Consequences. (laughs) Consequences is such a nice word, but I think by the time I'm at the fourth time of somebody saying no, like continually trying to break my boundary, I'm, I think it's fair for me to be a little irritated. Yeah. So here's my consequences. It's space, time and dis. Well, yes, that's sweet. It's time and distance, right? Okay. So you don't listen to me. You're not caring for my needs. I have to give us time and distance or I'm going to lose my marbles. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fair because, you know, and this happened with your dad early on. If he wouldn't let me work, because, you know, when he's not busy, right, he thinks I should not be busy, but we, you know, we have two different work schedules. So we'd come in and, you know, interrupt me. So I said, okay, if you cannot obey this boundary I'm setting, I'm going to go work at the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't want me to do that. So then he would start listening. So I gave him a consequence that was fair, right? It wasn't an arbitrary, I wasn't going to say, I'm going to divorce you if you don't let me work, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? It was, I'm going to go work at the coffee shop because this works better for me. Mm -hmm. And so I gave, I, I gave a consequence of what could happen. I never had to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Because then he saw, okay, you're really frustrated. I get it. But some boundary busters don't listen. And I have two in my life where I have to say, I have to go now. You're not hearing me. I love you. I will talk to you when you can speak nice to me. Yeah. Right? This is how we're going to have to do it. And I think there's a tricky thing when we're enforcing a boundary that we want to take control of the situation. So for example, I had a person hang up on me. So my initial response is, is a family member and who wanted something that I wasn't giving him <laughs> and he's not used to this yet. Mm-hmm. And so he hung up on me and then called me right back because he wants the thing, right? <laughs> and my first thought is to say, can hang up on me. Well, that's just me trying to control him now, right? He gets to hang up on me if he wants, but here's the consequence. You can hang up on me me if you want, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to pick up the phone next time. Yeah. This is the new consequence. You're allowing them to have Mm -hmm. free will over their relationship. You get to have bad behavior. I don't have to put up with it, Mm -hmm. meaning I'm going to give you time and distance because I need to 
I need to take care of me too. And I think we should have maybe talked about this too in reasonable boundaries. It's reasonable to want to be safe emotionally, oh, yeah. financially, yeah. And physically. Yeah. It's reasonable Safety. to be safe, to yeah. feel safe in your environment. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's reasonable to have your needs taken care of first. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasonable things that we should have added maybe to that area, but being safe and being treated with respect and you know, I'm respectful to people for the most part. I mean, I've had a few harebrained times where in my life where I just wasn't, Yeah. <laughs> but I deserve to be respected just as I would give to anybody else. Yeah. Right. And so when somebody treats me with less respect, I don't have to do that. Yeah. So kind of like state the consequence. If they don't follow, give the consequence. Mm-hmm. And don't try to control the outcome. Exactly. And space and time. Mm -hmm. So I repeat the boundary. If it doesn't work, it's space and time. And the space and time is for them Mm -hmm. because I, I might get angry now Mm -hmm. and I don't, you know, I don't want to go there. I don't want to dissolve the relationship. The space and time is for them as much as it is for me. It's interesting, like consequences as they apply to different roles. So like, like say you have kids, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like for us, when we're going to have kids, you know, like space and time, time out yes. and in their own space. Yep. You know what I mean? It's not that you're abandoning or neglecting them, but you are setting disciplinary mm-hmm. action. Yeah. Space and time from activities, mm-hmm. space and time from games. That's why like, I kind of like, like discipline more than consequences because there's kind of like a like punishment. I know you do. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) The punisher. Yeah. (laughs) I'm totally joking. Yeah. 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 But I I like discipline because it it is kind of like you're disciplining the relationship. Even that's from the root word disciple, which means to teach. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, we're just teaching teaching. people, we're teaching people how to treat you. And it's um, a re-education for many people in your life Yeah, because I'm not the same person. And so I do get, give a lot of latitude, mm-hmm. but there's a couple of people that are particularly hard for me. Yeah. And, and I don't have as much patience for them yeah. as I used to, but I don't want them out of my life either. So okay. it's a, it's a difficult thing. So what are some common mistakes for boundary newbies? I kind of talked about taking control um, a little bit that that was a mistake that I used to make because I wanted such control of my life that I didn't want anyone to have control of me anymore. Mm-hmm. But now the space and time thing really works well for me. So I think that that's been helpful. And I think another thing that I did that was a mistake, or maybe it wasn't a mistake, is I think it would have been a mistake to stay there, is I retreated from life and people. Yeah, And I retreated because I needed to get strong, but I wanted to stay there would have been the mistake. Because I did, it was safe. I was like, oh, I don't have to do boundaries all the time. I can just relax. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, so that would have been a mistake. But um, because we're meant for fellowship, we're meant for connection, we're meant to share and learn and grow. And that would have been a mistake. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, um, I think a common mistake for me was thinking... I was too harsh. I thought everything that every boundary I was putting down was too harsh because I wasn't putting boundaries down at all. So it felt like it was like way too much and it was going to just be like fracture the relationship. And it was more like 
just me sticking up for myself. You know what I and mean? And it was it's, probably normal to everyone else. So your dad said this to me uh-huh. because I had a really hard time with this too in the beginning. He said, just be as mean as you want. Like say the worst thing you could just practice on me. And I said, he goes, see, and it still wasn't harsh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think when you're learning, like you'll want to dance around it and be super nice about it. Yes. And then maybe you'll go the other way because you got angry about it. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, like repetition and practicing your boundaries will kind of give you a sweeter spot and more mm-hmm. confidence. And, and more, giving yourself grace. And giving yourself grace. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I think so too, because it's a process and a journey. It took us a long time to get here. Well, some of us longer, you guys are younger. Um, <laughs> sugarcoating your boundaries. So this is kind of interesting because, you know, you like to posture and prime mm-hmm. your boundary for the person to, to hear it well, be, especially like depending on the circumstance, mm-hmm. if they're like a new person that you're setting boundaries down with. However, I feel like sometimes if you sugarcoat the boundary, Too it much. might confuse the boundary buster mm. and make them think that they can overcome that boundary you know what I mean? Okay. So I didn't like it when you first said it, but I do like what you said there at the end because I think if it's think too no. soft, yeah. it looks like a way in for a controller yeah, or, it's, maybe or a that, manipulator. Yeah. Or it's maybe just another It looks objection. like you don't actually mean no because yes. you're just trying to be polite maybe. You uh-huh. know, it might look like that. It looks you know? like more of an objection than a no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not setting a consequence I'll follow through with. Ouch. You know, um, (laughs) there was, you know, like learning how to set boundaries. It's really hard to learn how to enforce them. Right. And Mm -hmm. set a real consequence, but stick to one that like I actually could do. Right. So like setting a boundary with space and time Mm -hmm. and maybe like for like a week, I'm just not going to see this person or talk to this person because it was crossing a line. Could I actually do a week? Was I able to do a week and enforce a week? I might, you know, like there was times where I couldn't have, right? Mm. Uh, I can't even think of a situation where I'd say, hey, I need a week break from you. That's- yeah. Well, maybe you wouldn't set oh. that word by word, but you to yourself were setting yes. the boundary of, I just need a week, yep. you know? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of the times I would just like not follow through with it and give it up because maybe they just boundary busted. Maybe mm-hmm. like I couldn't enforce it properly or myself, I set too strict of a boundary, right? Mm-hmm. It's just interesting things. I think I think the punishment needs to fit the crime. Yeah. And you can't set these crazy ultimatums on a small boundary. Yeah, yeah. And you want to at mm. first because you're like, I'm not putting up with this any longer. Yeah, yeah. When you're doing boundaries, <laughs> you just get so fed up so quick. You have a short fuse. You yes. know, and that pent up resentment is not an excuse for extreme punishment. You know? No, it won't work for you or for them, although no. it, it feels good in a minute. <laughs> like if you set a boundary not to cheat, it would make sense that the following consequences of cheating would yes. be like, yeah. I'm going to leave you. Yeah, but if you left the toilet seat up, it's not, I'm right. going to leave you for that, you know? Well, I don't know. If they put the toilet paper on the wrong way, that's just maniacal. <laughs> <laughs> Egregious <laughs> bastards. I know. I don't know why they put people put on under. It's weird. So. But another thing that I also said earlier that's important is not giving yourself grace too. I think that's something that's really, really important in this situation. Just because I think, especially if you feel like you're a people pleaser, you're going to instantly resort to, you know, trying to coddle people just because you put some self-respect in, you know, mm-hmm. and you really have to just learn that 
and, you know, and you might relapse or make a misstep and you have to give yourself grace for those things or you, cause you're not a failure. You're learning, you're growing. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes it's harder than others. Some people are harder than others. It, it, I think you just really have to, you're, you're so the grace thing is new to me on this issue. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I get in a loop with somebody and I'm like, why can't we figure this out? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we do this? And then I think, am I ever going to get it? Yeah. And especially as a people pleaser, I feel like um, a lot of people have a habit of Mm -hmm. phasing their boundaries as a question instead of a statement. Mm -hmm. And to soften it up, mm -hmm. like you said. Yeah. It's kind of like sugarcoating, but question is a little different though. The question, do I really want to? Even an inflection, right? No. Should we? You know... (laughs) I think that you shouldn't do that. Do you, do you agree? No, I don't. I want your money. Yep. And then it's shut down and then you feel bad. And then, yeah, you just can't do that. That's awesome. I think it's really important. I think this goes along with the grace is to celebrate the victories. I so I have a, a person in my life who is in crisis and it is very hard to say no to this person and there's there's a hard one that just came out recently that I had to say no for so many reasons. I just knew it would hurt him. I knew that's what God wanted and I did it. And it was something I could have never have done before. And so I, I am celebrating that victory because this is like my biggest boundary buster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did it. And you have to celebrate that and remember And this is like in our self-image, we talked about the success mechanism and these things and gaining success. Victories and successes will help you get to the next success. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, I did that before, I can do it again. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Any other tips for us? Well, I got some tips for you. That sounded weird. Well, I'm going to, (laughs) well, while you think about it, I do want to mention this too before I forget, is a support person group is necessary. Like, can you guys imagine, like we all talk about boundaries a lot because we're living it. Right. And we have a couple of people in our lives that we have to talk about. Yeah. Um, because I think boundaries are important for all of us and being in that same place, because I want a long relationship with you guys, but some people don't have anyone. Some people don't have my husband who is willing to role play with me, who is willing to let me practice with. That's pretty cool, man. He's so awesome. Thank you, God. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I have a support group at church. Like I have people that I can talk to at church. If there are support groups out there, I think if you are a huge people pleaser, maybe, I don't like to put labels on things, but because I don't, I'm not a codependent, but I have exhibited codependent issues. I'm not going to claim it because I am not that person, but in the past I might've been, (laughs) but there are groups that you can go to get a little bit of support, but just don't, don't live there. Don't live under the label. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we live under a a label, yep. Yep. We, we don't need to identify as such things. We are growers. We're, we are overcomers. Yeah. And, but there are some benefits to being in a support group. And I really would support a Christian group because that speaks truth and speaks about healing. 
And that's what God created us for is fellowship. And I think it's important. I agree. Any other tips you guys have? Yes. Sir. I got a, quite a list for you. <laughs> Uh, first one, pay attention to your body. It might be giving you a sign that there's a boundary problem. A lot of these boundary problems, yeah, when they arise, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like yeah. the failure mechanism thing mm-hmm. that we mentioned earlier. Um, be more assertive in your boundaries so you can be less resentful in your relationships. That's good. Get in I there. I like that. Be assertive in your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So there's less re- like resentment. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. for them compliant fellows out there. Um People can't read your mind. Stop getting resentful with people who don't understand your needs because you can't communicate with them. That was my biggest struggle. That is actually a struggle for me too because I I still get frustrated at the boundary buster for daring to step over a boundary with me when this was the relationship we had and it's not fair. They didn't know. They don't know why I changed. that you enabled, you know? Um, Conflict avoidance is intimacy avoidance. That's good. That's a good one, huh? Uh, if you're constantly venting about someone, you probably need to set a boundary with them. I mentioned that one earlier. Amen. Unconditional love doesn't mean unconditional acceptance of bad behavior. This is truth. And I think love is such a tricky thing, right? Mm-hmm. Love does not mean enabling. Or Death does not mean accepting a lie. Love does not mean a lot of things. Yeah. But it, what it does mean is being kind, mm-hmm. compassionate, and being compassionate also doesn't mean self-sacrificing. Yeah. Say, it doesn't mean saying yes to everything, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you got to put up with somebody's bad yeah. behavior. Yes. And allow it to happen. No. Because you know, we don't, we don't let people grow. That's, that's the opposite of love. Yeah. If you're protecting somebody's feelings, if you're protecting somebody's re- from taking responsibility, that's the opposite of love. Well, look at it. Like if you're trying to protect somebody's feelings, there's a chance that you're afraid of how you're going to feel dealing with somebody's feelings, right? Some (laughs) Right. And then they don't ever have to deal with their feelings. Yep. They don't have to grow. Um, Uncomfortable conversations are difficult. Not having them are harder. Mm -hmm. It is harder. Oh, and then so much builds up if you don't. I wish you would have said that. I'm in the middle of waiting for one of those. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The silent treatment is not a boundary. Okay, so I was confused by this uh-huh. because I want to say sometimes I need to be quiet, right? Yeah. I need some time. I need some space. But I think, but I think there's communication that comes yeah. with that. So there's mm-hmm. like a practical, like in the, in the moment, like withholding yourself that okay. becomes unfair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Withholding your love. That's kind of like the non-responsive, like not. Okay. I probably do do that. Um, I probably do that. Yeah. I do that a little bit too. I think we all do probably. I do do it too. You know, I do. Um, It's not your job to be someone that puts other people at ease. Oh my goodness. I walk into a room or do something and I want everyone to be comfortable. That's what I am too. Because then I'm uncomfortable if they're uncomfortable. I know. But it's not my job. But it's not my job. It is your job to learn to be comfortable in yourself in those moments, right? That's good. That was a good one. That's That's a banger. That's learning how to get comfortable with people doing things for you too. Yes. Because I feel like when you're compliant in that sense, 
you do things for everybody and you try to make everything mm-hmm. perfect. But the second people want to do something for you, it just doesn't feel right. I am yeah. getting like, really comfortable like, with you cooking for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really comfortable with it. It is kind of a pride thing though, isn't it? At least it? I like it. I don't know if it's a pride thing because it's like, okay, I put myself in my shoes. I it can be always planned out my own birthdays. Yeah. Like I always liked mm-hmm. making them like super special to me. And then in the years that you know, either someone made a reservation for me or I didn't have to focus on making it perfect for everybody. It just felt wrong for me, which yeah. that's not how it should be. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I should accept those type of favors from people Yeah, to a certain extent. I think sometimes um, as I've grown older, I don't want people to do things for me because I don't want to have to do things for them because I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm already tapped out. If you do something for me, I'm going to have to do something for you too. Um, we're going to, I'm going to owe you. Yes, yeah. because- like it's a gift, right? It should be a gift. If we're going to give our time or energy to somebody, it should be a gift and shouldn't be expected back. Right. But in relationships, there's some kind of reciprocity that's to be expected. And if there's a one way relationship, I don't like that for me. I don't want to give that to somebody else, but at the same time, like, Oh, please don't do anything for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am so tapped out. I agree. But I think I'm I'm growing back yeah. into that now that I have more time that I, I can that. I, I can be that. kind again. <laughs> I uh, I can accept it. <laughs> the uh the last one I have is be yourself so people looking for you can find you. Yourself so people looking for you can oh you know what I your mean? people. Yeah. Yes. I I do have a new brand of people mm-hmm. that I like to be around that accept me for who I am. Who you actually are, not the person that's trying to please everybody and sacrifice yourself Mm -hmm. because you're not being yourself. Yes. I I love that. that. I think that's a good one to end end on. That is a great one to end on. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Please like and subscribe. It helps us. It helps us bring you content and we enjoy doing this. Mm -hmm. Thank you and see you next time. See you. Thank you. (laughs)